three, two, one. And greetings, everyone. This is JC the Blind Jedi, and welcome to the Strange Crew podcast for Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope everybody's having a good start to the new year. Um, I had originally uh, posted, a, or I had originally recorded a couple other things that was just focusing uh, on the topic for today, but I wanted to go ahead and add on something a little bit longer uh, because of the recent events that happened on Monday Night Football. So I'll cover that here in just a little bit. But uh, I have uh, switching to the uh, format. Um, I am recording right now. It's about two o'clock in the morning on, a, on on Tuesday morning, and this is really the best time for me to be out there and to go ahead and uh, there's nobody awake. There's nobody for me to bother, so I can just come into my room. And I can close the door and I can come and be unmolested, so to speak. And I can go in and record as as I need to. Um, <clears throat> so I, for today's episode, I really wanted to focus on a couple of things. Uh, number one, uh, New Year's. And, and when you have New Year's, you, you all, there's always New Year's resolutions. Or you're resolving to change something uh, that you were doing last year that you want to do better or change and do something different this year. Uh, for, for 2023, uh, I'm, I'm going to do the same one that I did last year. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to get to it this year or if, I'll, if, if it's still another year on down the road. And that's going back to college and finishing up my master's. Uh, I, was, I, I was maybe like six, nine credits away from my master's degree. And then the pandemic hit and lockdown hit. And I finished out that semester and decided not to do I, I would just could not focus on uh, academics with everything that was going on. And so I finished out the rest of my semester and I had classes done and I just could not get, uh, I, I just did not want to start, uh, especially with my topic in master's uh, in history. I was going to have to do a lot of oral histories. And at the time I wasn't confident on how to record and how to use the uh, computer setup and Zoom and all those things. Uh, I, I became fairly skilled as 2020 evolved, but I did not, uh, but at the time I was, I was still very, uh, what, what would I, technological, I was not technologically savvy with Zoom or using the computer to do uh, communication like that. So it was, it was, a, it, it was a rough go. I am ready to go back though. I am ready to finish up my master's degree. Uh, it, that includes a lot of travel, a lot of, uh, a lot of oral histories, a lot of interviews. So I'm excited for that. Uh, so I, I'm ready to finish up my master's degree in history and get that going. That is one New Year's resolution. Uh, and, of course, the other one is always to get in better shape. I don't know. If, if you're like me, uh, I have always struggled with my weight. Um, I have never been underweight. <laughs> I've never had a problem with being, oh, I need to put on weight. Well, actually, I, I, I need to change that. I do need to change that. Um, but there was, my, my, my struggle with my weight has always been something that's been uh, highly, it's been a big focus of my life throughout my entire life. I am six foot two. I am about 200 and uh, I just weighed myself right before, uh, right before I got in the shower the other day or today. And I weighed in at 216.8 pounds. That's not bad. Uh, it is, I am at 17 and a half percent, 17.63 something, uh, body fat percentage. So I'm not horribly, horribly out of shape. I have been much, much worse. Um, 
if you go back on YouTube and you and uh, if uh, Evan Money's got some of the old videos on there where I was like 250 pounds or something like that, you can see I'm just I look like a big old fat blob and everything. <laughs> uh, I was not proud of myself. That was that was pandemic weight. I'm not gonna lie. I think I got I put on like a good 20, 30 pounds, 20, 25 pounds easily uh, from the pandemic. Um, but uh, you know. I have always wanted to lose weight and I have always done things to, and it's never that I have always at my heaviest, I think in my, right before I turned 20, 21, I think it was like 297. Uh, just, 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 just barely under 300 pounds. And I, I was absolutely miserable. Um, God, I was with Brandy. Uh, and uh, I mean, it just, it, it just wasn't a good time for me. And then uh, I think my diabetes really kicked in. And uh, I started losing weight. And I mean, I lost a lot of weight. I dropped down to like 240 or something like that. And that's pretty much about the weight I had for a long time. A long, 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 long time. Um, I can remember, uh, I, I, I stayed pretty much in, in that 240, 235 range uh, for quite some time uh, throughout my life. Until I think like in my 30s, um, I was working at a place called Dick Sporting's Goods. And they uh, said that they would pay for my education to become a personal trainer, which was to just to take this $400 test. So I took it, passed, and I was uh, a registered personal trainer with uh, National Sports Academy. It was NSAC, I, I believe it was, or NSMC or something like that. Um, so it was one of the accrediting bodies uh, for a personal trainer. So I was I was doing that. And uh, I, I decided to work as a personal trainer for Bally's Total Fitness. This is back in, oh my gosh, 2004, 2005. I don't even know if Bally's are even open anymore. Uh, but at the, t at the time, I decided to take my fitness a little bit more seriously. And I think I got down to about 212, and it was about 11.5% body fat. And that was, uh, that was probably the best I looked. That was the best I felt. And I remember I was, I was loving working out. I literally just went to work just to go and work out and then i would sit out there and i would uh and i would try to make sales and do things of that nature um but that was really something else i enjoyed working out i enjoyed lifting and once you stop doing it it's hard to get back into that rhythm again i won't lie i won't lie i will do it uh i will occasionally lift and everything like that about once or about once a week um as 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 I get the time right now, uh, I will go downstairs and and uh, work up a sweat on Tonio's uh, punching bag, or I will uh, or I will take the dogs out and I'll be out there with them for a while and I'll be running around with them trying to get up a trying to get up a uh, trying to get my my uh, my heart rate up and moving. So I I do continually keep to keep try to keep myself healthy, um, but the working out I did was was totally different. Um, when I was at Bally's, and, and the fun thing about Bally's is, is when you go to and, and you work at a gym, you get to meet all the people who are not in the NFL right now, <laughs> or are not currently uh, in, in are not currently in in, in sports. At a, at a my uh, my boss over at Bally's was a guy by the name of Trevor Finch. He played at I believe Mississippi. Uh, he played at either Mississippi or Mississippi State. I cannot remember one. Remember, he was drafted in like the sixth round by the Packers, uh, ultimately. But he was working as a manager, as a as a personal fitness manager, and uh, <laughs> he was on the juice. He was geared up. Uh, but I mean, that was 
that was the way it was at the time. Uh, everybody knew it. It was just a matter of, you know, but these guys were easily able to circumvent most of these rules uh, with microdosing and stuff like that, even back then. Um, but with all them, I learned how to work out. Um, I learned how to adjust my diet. Um, and that was really the big thing. Uh, the big thing with weight loss with me was was adjusting my diet, was not just eating and eating and eating and eating and eating until I was stuffed. Uh, it was really just eating until I until I was like, okay, is to put something in front of me, eat it, and then say I'm done, and not to go back for seconds, not to go grab another one, not to help myself and everything like that, not to be like, oh, um, that was the big thing was changing just my eating habits was a real big thing. And that was one of the things that they taught me. The other thing is they taught me how to work out and how to lift. Um, I was doing the basic Bally's total fitness plan. And then they showed me how to power lift and they showed me how to lift, to uh, increase this and uh, to increase muscle mass and everything like that. And then they showed me how to, how, how to really build cardio. Um, so I was really, really excited with that. And I did really well. The only problem with not sticking with that was I was going through the worst parts of my marriage and uh, my divorce at the time. And so that, that really, really took a toll on me. Um, and so I got out of the uh, fitness industry and um, at the time my health was starting to decline and uh, I, it was starting to show. Um, and, uh, I gained a little bit of weight, but not much. Um, after I was after I worked as in uh, as a personal trainer, that's when I went back and I started do, driving truck. Uh, I was a tow truck driver, and that I think I, I was I was working 12, 15, 16 hour shifts. Sometimes I was sleeping in the truck. I was eating on the road all the time. I never had time to sit down and do anything. Uh, I was avoiding brandy left and right, uh, and yet still trying to spend time with the kids, which was impossible um and, and so and that's when i think my diet really suffered i gained weight lost weight gained weight lost weight and then i think the diabetes just kicked in and said that's enough your body's going to shut down and that's when my kidneys shut down and i went into dialysis so uh and when i said i've never been really underweight that's where i gotta that's where i gotta stop and say well you know what um i think i was diagnosed in 2010 uh with uh renal failure kidney failure um, and by 2012, I were 2011, I was in end stage renal failure. Um, so in 2010, I started, uh, in 2010, September of 2010, I started, uh, I started, a kidney dialysis and that, that is not something that it's, I I'm stumbling and I'm stuttering cause it's such a difficult time in my life. Um, I, I I tried to explain it to, uh, I've tried to explain it to a lot of people and it's, it's really, really hard to explain. When you're on kidney dialysis, your kidneys do not clean your blood uh, of toxins and excrete it out through your urine. So when your kidneys shut down, your body becomes toxic. I can remember when they took the, my blood out the very first time, it was almost black. It was so toxic. It was so nasty. Um, but eventually it got to be red and everything like that. Um, so what kidney dialysis does is they put tubes into your body and they pull all the blood out a little bit at a time. 
and they run it through an exterior filter that works like your kidney does, and then they pump it back into you. Um, the whole process is very, very long. Um, little people can get it done in like three hours and 15 minutes, three, three hours and 20 minutes. Um, I was about three hours and 45 minutes in order to get my dialysis done. And that would happen three times a week. So, um, and that's, that's not fun at all. Uh, imagine being, uh, wrung out like a sponge and then put back and say, okay, you're done. And you know that when uh, when you first have a sponge and it's full of water and then you wring it out, it's nowhere near as wet as it was before. And sometimes it gets so, uh, you, you're wrung out so much that your body cramps up. Uh, you, you're, you dehydrate, you become so dehydrated. Uh, one of the things that they would always do at dialysis is take our weight before and after. As I get back to this uh, weight loss story, and at the time, um, at my sickest, I think I weighed in at, I want to say 83 kilos, which is like 178 and a half pounds. Um, it was not a good look or it was not a good look for me. I may be off on that, but I remember being under 180 pounds. Uh, I remember doing, doing the math out and, and being under 183 pounds and I just, everybody just flipping out and I was upset. And then like about two weeks later, I ballooned back out. I started eating again. I started feeling better. Everything started. And then boom, I jumped back up to about 205, 210. And that's where I stayed. That's where I stayed. Um, I Like I said, I, I was there for a while. Um, and I stayed in about the two, uh, between 215 to 220, uh, 225 range, that little 10 pound range. I stayed all that way through, high, uh, through uh, after I got my, uh, after dialysis. Uh, I got my kidney transplant. I, I went to college uh, all the way up until pro probably about the pandemic. And we were all shut in. And for those of us that had food and ate like fat pigs, they, I, that was me. <laughs> uh, I remember seeing a uh, seeing a cartoon about people like, uh, you know, once the pandemic, once the lockdown was over, people going out, and be, people being too big to go outside the door. And that's exactly the way I felt. I, I, I knew I had, I had gained weight. I knew I didn't look good. I knew I didn't feel good. Uh, and then just this last year, I, I switched doctors um, and the doctor put me on a new medication uh, for my diabetes called Trulicity. Uh, it's one of those, it, it is one of those uh, medicines that you'll see a commercial on, uh, on TV, but I am a very big uh, proponent of Trulicity. Uh, right now I was too, uh, I was 242, I want to say even 238. We'll, we'll put it at 238, probably at the beginning of the year, 238. And then the doctor put me on Trulicity, uh, well, I want to say in June or something like that. And right now, I like I said, I, I weighed myself and I'm under 217 pounds. So that's that's 21 pounds right there. And from my heaviest, which is 247, uh, that puts me 30 pounds under, where, under my weight right now. So... I am, I'm, 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 I'm or from my heaviest that I was uh, during the pandemic. So I am very, very happy with my weight right now. Uh, it's not perfect. It's not like I have six pack abs or anything like that. Uh, I still have the, that, that I still have that damn muffin top uh, spare bicycle tire that I've always had. Uh, it was a lot more prominent when I was, when I was younger and or fatter. Um, but now it's, it's nowhere near as bad as it is, but 
I'm an I'm an old man at 50 now, uh, just to keep myself healthy. Um, and, and with with all of the health scares that I've had, um, is, is one of those things. And I am the the weight loss is connected with keeping myself healthy. And with keeping myself healthy is, is to make sure that I keep the transplant kidney as long as I have. This will be my seventh, eighth year, eight year, eighth year. This is going on year number eight in September, 2023. I will celebrate eight years with the, with the transplant kidney. Uh, some, a lot of them are gone after five years. Uh, some of them make them to 10. And if you're really good, you can get, uh, you can get 15 or, or so years out of them. Um, but there's always an end game to this. Uh, I will have to eventually go back onto the, uh, I will have to eventually go back onto dialysis. I will actually have to go onto the kidney transplant list again um, and, and do the waiting game. Um, so uh, with that, I need to stay healthy. Uh, I, I need to get back and finish up my, my uh, master's degree and I need to uh, keep, uh, keep the weight off. Um, so what do you guys think? What are some of your personal uh, what are your, some of your personal New Year's resolutions? You know, do you want do you want to get a raise in your job? Do you want to go to do you want to get a different job? Do you want to move to a different house? Do you want to move out of the current situation and get married, get divorced, have a kid? What 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 do you guys have in mind? You know, I'd love to hear your your I'd love to hear your responses. Uh, any feedback you want to leave on the episode would be much appreciated. And uh, I've got a couple announcements, a couple things going on. And so with that, I'm going to switch over to my other persona. Okay. Now, real quickly, um, I'm not going to be, um, this is not going to be jovial. Uh, I, I was watching Monday Night Football and it had just started and I, I, it's, I, I turned it on late and was maybe about two, three minutes in when the incident happened and it's. I I really don't know how else to say what I saw. Um, as I as I forget the the, the poor player's name, the Buffalo Bills player. Um, uh, man, and I'm trying to think of his name right now as, as as it evades me. Um, literally, his heart stopped, and I didn't. I mean, I just could not believe it. Um, I was so blown away by what had happened. Um, everybody's covering this. I, 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 I looked on the news and everything like that. Literally, he had a cardiac, he had a cardiac arrest on TV, on, on the field after he made the tackle. They had to do CPR. Uh, Damar Hamlin, there's the name, damn. Why I couldn't remember that name, I apologize. Demar Hamlin uh, made the tackle early in the first quarter. Um, got up, and when you watch the replay, you see he gets up and then just falls back down like a tree. Um, he, he, his heart stopped. He had a cardiac. He had a cardiac arrest. They believe that when uh, he had the impact, that it was right in between his uh, cardiac beat, his heart rhythm, and that's what caused his heart to stop. Uh, and like I said, they. Applied CPR. I think they brought out the uh, the defibrillator that the electronic clear click thing, uh, and then they uh, they took them straight. They they put the ambulance like they drove it right onto the field, like maybe seven eight feet from him. Put him onto the put him onto the gurney, uh, put him in the ambulance, and then he went off. 
Uh, he is listed right now as in critical but stable condition. Uh, his heartbeat was restored on the field is what the is what the Bengals and the NFL are reporting right now. So a bit of good news and a shock, an absolute shock to the system. I was not prepared. Um, I had already won my I had already won my my fantasy uh, playoff game for the week against Evan. So I wasn't really worried about it, but uh, I, I, I'm not really sure what's going to happen now, but I'll, I know I'm playing for, I'm, I know I'm playing in the championship next week. So uh, good luck to whoever that is. Um, but with that, having, with having said that, man, this is, this has been a really, really crazy, crazy, crazy night. I, that is just, you know, um, I was there in, I was at Kemper Arena in what was it, March of 1999, when Owen Hart fell off uh, and during the WWE ring and died. And I remember not knowing that he died. I remember seeing the accident. I remember seeing the accident as it happened. I remember watching the the, the teleprompter screen, uh, the blue blazer stuff coming in, and looking over just as you heard this, just as you heard him hit the, uh, turning my head just as you heard him hit the ring and everything kind of go into chaos. I remember that and thinking how scary that was. And, and I, I remember those same feelings of dread and, and fear um, when I was watching that on, on, on tonight. And so that's, that's just, it reminds me that it's just a game. Uh, as much as I love the NFL and as much as it's a billion, multi-billion dollar business, um, it's still just a game. Um, I know the games have been postponed. Um, I have no idea what that means for the fantasy people, and I could care less right now. Uh, but that it's it, it became just a game. Uh, you you can see on TV right now that they've got tons of people, both Bills and Bengals fans, holding candlelight vigils for him out there. Uh, he has a local GoFundMe charity for getting kids in in his local uh, in his local area uh, Christmas presents. It's it went from seventy thousand to over three million. Uh, in, in just a span of a few hours, so just an outpouring of emotion and um, just good goodwill towards this man now, uh, Demar Hamlin. Uh, so uh, you know, we're, we're praying for you, bud. That, that's all I can do at this point, and um, hope hopefully here's to a speedy recovery. Um, I wish you the best. Uh, with that, uh, we've got uh, tickets coming up for Tonio's for Tonio's fight uh, February fourth at Synergy. Um, over here at Memorial Hall, uh, you contact me on Facebook, or you can con or you can go to synergy.com. Uh, if you listen to tomorrow's episode, there will be a lot more on how to get tickets and, and how to get a hold of uh, myself or the company in order to purchase tickets to watch uh, Tonio's third fight coming up. So we're all excited for this. So um, and until next week, I believe that's going to be it. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up a little bit early. Uh, next week, we are going to review the uh, television series or the Netflix series Ozark, um, which has a great Kansas City, uh, Missouri um, backstory to it. Uh, Ozark is, is a reference to the Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. Um, I didn't realize that when I first heard about that. Um, I don't know why, but when I first heard about it, I, I didn't realize that was what it was about. And then I heard about it. And then I got invested in it, and then I started watching it, and then I just had to watch it. And you guys are going to love it. 
Uh, you're going to have a great time. Uh, I'm going to go over all four seasons without giving away the big endings or, or what happens or, or everything that goes on. Um, but you're going to love this. If you're a fan of Breaking Bad, if you're a fan of, uh, or Better Call Saul, if you're a fan of Sons of Anarchy, if you are a uh, fan of uh, like Dexter or Weeds or those type of shows, you're going to love this one. This one, I truly, truly, truly think you're going to enjoy this one. Um, so stay tuned next week. Ozark, uh, happy new year to everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. And from deep in the Jedi archives, this is JC the Blind Jedi and go in peace.